Welcome back to C3. I'm your host, Colin. And I'm Jordan. And I'm back, bitches. It's Danielle. That'll be $500 a listen because <laughs> our local celebrity's in. She can't go around the Walmart anytime soon. We have to watch <laughs> out, make sure she's safe. Grab a cocktail and have a seat while we talk about some crime and our crippling depression. I'm apologizing now for the two-week break. My house is the Brady Bunch right now. We got people moving in and all kinds of shit going on, and it got hectic with mine and Jordan's schedules, so we had to like take a brief pause. Now we're going to try and get back on track with things. Jordan, what's giving you crippling depression today? Honestly, the vibes at work. We have a girl on vacation, and I'm not feeling the vibes in the building, but it's because <laughs> it's literally like two of us against the world with like help sometimes. So it's just a lot, but everyone that is helping is the shit, but it's just a lot. I felt that. It's already a lot with just three people, so with one person out and like a filler, it's not much better. So I'm just fucking exhausted when I come home. Like even today wasn't as busy as the other day, but I was still like, I want to die. So I feel that. Danielle, got anything that's giving you crippling depression? Got put on the spot. Her ex husband, <laughs> soon to be, bitch. And his nasty ass bitch. No, no, but we just want to roast him because fuck him. Yeah, I said what I said and I meant that shit. You can say what you say and mean your shit. Oh, I always do. I never meant anything else. No, I mean I really don't have anything. I'm I'm thankful for everything I've got. So Mm -hmm. I love my kids. They're awesome. Great support. Period. Period. (laughs) I do be a queen sometimes. What is it? Uh, Yeah, there's gonna be. A lot of talking at the top, so I'm, and I'm not sorry to anybody who I'm never sorry. Is you listening. signed up for this shit. If to you Danielle put play, when you listen later. Yeah, I'm literally, the sorry. joke is in the room with us. The call is coming from inside the house because we can but, just tell her how we feel right now. We don't have to make jokes for later because mm-hmm. she'd be fucking texting us afterwards. Like she'd be responding to us. She just hasn't sent me an email yet, which <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of hurt about. But not it's whatever. one email. Not even. Not even the people from Germany have replied or anything. We yeah, I can see on the map there's people they're probably, from Germany listening. They're to probably like, damn, listen to these bitches. I don't want to be like them. But that's okay because you don't have to be yeah, like them. Yeah, they're me probably like I'm making me. fun of us. Literally, they're like, ha 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 ha. But I would also ha 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 me. But yeah, um, for me. Hit it, Colin. So Give us the whole pamphlet. Have you ever been 21 and. And all on, those chickens? Just, just wait. You gotta wait. You gotta okay. give. Uh, have you ever been 21? Not sure what the fuck is going on with your relationship, your career, or like how to not punch someone in the face every day. And then all of a sudden you find yourself five years later in the same situation, just a different font and 20 pounds heavier. Because that's where we're at. Yes, but more than 20 pounds heavier. <laughs> I was going to say same. Do you think I'm skinny? But to me. I was going to say the only consistent thing I do have going is going to the gym. I thought you were gonna say the weight gain. <laughs> that too, yes, because I did. Uh, yeah, you that's know, true. Haven't been able to stop stress eating yet, but I'll let you live, know what laugh, I do. laugh. Um, Jordan, who goes first this time? I can't remember. You. So it's and a, your pamphlet. Whatever we want episode, right? So and we're ending on a bummer note, just in advance. So if you don't like that shit, love you. Thank you for listening this far. Period. But actually, no, we won't end on a bummer note because I have some shit at the end. Oh, that we're I gonna hit that bitch about. at the end. N- no, I have some shit at the end that I haven't told you about. Bitch, you haven't told me you all the tea the yet? We've been sitting here for like two hours and this bitch hasn't told me all the fucking tea. No, you'll see. But oh my God. It's, a, it's an idea It's an idea that I didn't run by Jordan first and we'll mm. just see what happens mm. when I get mm. to it. Oh, live react. Okay, I see yes. how we're doing this. But as you know, uh, well, or have heard in a previous episode, people <laughs> like to hand me Bible pamphlets when they see me sometimes because they're like, you're a fucking homosexual so here's this go we're gonna pray it away somewhere (laughs) this one says weekend bible study i have an email uh pat sullivan 23 at yahoo.com if anyone's interested in weekend bible study in north carolina um i'm not sorry for giving that out because don't hand this to gay people in public and then expect them not to give your email to the world i mean to germany and danielle but uh, (laughs) then there's it says how to be saved. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it does cover what it means to be saved, why we need to be saved, what the Savior has done, how you can be saved. So if anybody's interested, I will take pictures of it for free and send it to you. Just So you can also be saved. It, yeah. Cause if you, you weren't already saved by MG's music, you're going to be saved by Pat. That's another thing. I am a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, and I'm not feeling so hot. 
You're also made of plastic for sure. So in conclusion, I have decided to do they it was going to be short dives but now it's two medium dives mm. two different cases two vibes i like it yes two different cases period same brand i want to say okay love that for and us and you'll see why okay so because i was trying really hard earlier to figure out what the fuck i was going to cover and i was all doing all kinds of different topics and stuff and i was like i got this so john david terry <laughs> twas the spring of 1987 twas. john david terry a nashville-based oneness pentecostal minister down oh my in, fucking god in the down in the dumps felt like his life w- was well, felt like he was failing in life and he had just had nothing going on for him me too dog he was hoping and expecting to step into the role of bishop and i tried to look up like what the difference between these shits are but i guess the bishop just has a little bit more power and yeah. i don't know what the difference between a it's priest and a it. minister is or all that shit but i think it also depends on the nomination the titles too and maybe the branch of religion I also don't know that. However, the current bishop, he was not planning on stepping down and he had and John David Terry had stolen thirty thousand dollars of the church's money. And he wants to be like stepping up so he can steal more. Mm-hmm. How see, this is why Jesus people piss me off. Cause y'all be I'm repenting assuming, on Sundays and then doing fuck shit all week. I'm assuming they didn't know he had stolen it yet, however But he knew he what stole it. Do you think was the next best step? Um, and, obviously, oh, and I even, obviously I even digging up here, a body, setting it on fire, and throwing it down a river, and only looking at the first page of Google. You're kind of close. However, I, Are, I put how. No, hold on. I put how did he choose to be saved? So the only, obviously, murder. Right. It's the only way to. So. Save yourself. Yeah. It's the only way to solve your. Did. It's the only way to fix this situation. So on June 16th, 1987, he lured 32-year-old church handyman <gasps> James Matheny into the church's attic, shot him in the back of the head. What the fuck? Stripped him, put his own clothes on, what? put his clothes on the body, <gasps> used a hacksaw to cut off Matheny's head, <gasps> part of his arm, <gasps> and a piece of skin that had tattoos on it. What? Go ahead, Danielle. He, he murdered him so he could act like he... Was dead himself. Mm-hmm. So oh, I'm getting there. Response. Yep. <clears throat> Rolled the remains. I just cleared my throat. I'm sorry, everybody. Okay. Uh, oh. uh, you're fine. Again. I'm the only fan, so you know. <laughs> sorry, Danielle. Uh, you're good. You're Rolled good. the remains up in a rug and set the church on fire. So you were close because it's the same brand of crime as that one bitch, but. He said that, sir. How godly of him. Sir. That is, is so like Moses learning the Ten Commandments saving. or whoever learned the commandments when the bush was on fire. I Same got, vibe. I'm stopping at Walmart grabbing a set of matches so I can be saved as soon as I get home. Me too. I'm setting the this desi- house on fire. I'm so trying to get saved tonight. would be that they would assume he was dead and that Matheny was the murderer. Minus like so the he, random he, pieces he, of tattoo missing that well, were Well, he was also expecting the body. the body to burn more, but they put the fire out before the body had a chance to be super oh, burned. Oh, so he's a dumb bitch and he only used the first And they were able Google to confirm okay. that it wasn't him, mm-hmm. but he had even gone as far as to use the severed hand to put fingerprints around to try to make it look like this man killed him. So he killed this man and then tried to frame him for killing him. So as I said, authorities put the fire out before the body was damaged beyond recognition and determined that it was not Terry's. Two days later, he turned himself in and was tried and given a, the death sentence twice. Because he had two trials. I can't remember why the first one was like uh, whatever. But they sentenced him to death that time. And whatever caused the second trial, they were like, no, bitch. We're still sentencing, sentencing him to death. And then He confessed two days later after doing all this other shit. He was like, whoa, Jesus actually spoke to me in my dream. And he said, this is wrong. Yeah, apparently. Wow. And then on March 14th, 2003... Terry died by suicide in his death row cell at 58. Oh, don't be a puss and kill yourself. I, I have Say no it louder, Danielle. Here, let me give you the mic. Why didn't he just do it the first time around? I wish I could tell And you. that's on facts. Because the only way to be saved is... To not kill yourself, right? Murder Isn't somebody that against cut it in off the Bible? Oh, yeah. He wasn't getting saved, though. He cut off that dude's hands and tattoos and fucking was trying to incriminate <laughs> him. He committed murder and so, arson of a church. He I wasn't getting saved. The story of Matthew F. Hale. Oh, Jesus. I do have some brief portions. Most of this is from Wikipedia. Um, I know I did that for another case, and I'm going to straight up read 
portions of Wikipedia. Period. And y'all because can sometimes you can't translate edit that shit because it's shit. so good. But some of it, I was like, I don't even know what the fuck this means, so I'm going to read it. And whoever knows what it means can take what they need from it. It's like, take what you need and leave what you don't. Um, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Mm-hmm. So Matthew F. Hale, an American white supremacist, neo-Nazi leader and founder. Whoa. Of the We're going off uh, strong. <laughs> yeah. Founder of the World Church of the Creator. He made a church. Now known as the Creativity Movement. Not the Creativity he is Movement. He also the self-declared Port Effects Maximus. It's Latin uh-huh. for highest priest. Uh huh. Is it just like the more racist you are, the higher you are? What? Is it just like the more racist you are, the higher in power you become? Absolutely. Oh, so he was the ultimate racist. Mm -hmm. Oh, period. Love that for him. Go off, Queen. Ugh. I suck at research, and I should have typed, well, like, found out when. I don't know when he founded the church. I'm dumb. I should have typed that in there. But he did pass the Illinois State Bar examination after studying at a school of law. However,. That racist fuck was a lawyer? Hold on. The <gasps> Illinois South? Bar Committee on Character and Fitness. I don't know why they call it that. Like the Illinois Bar Committee on Character and Fitness. I don't know what the fitness means. Maybe Probably because like, like fitness, like mental fit fitness. You are. Yeah, like to practice gotcha, fucking law. I understand law. that. Um, rejected Hale's applications or, or As license should. to practice law. Because he's racist. After an appeal held on April 10th, 1999 and on June 30th, the same year they refused to certify that Hale had the requisite moral character and fitness to practice law in Illinois. Thank you, Illinois. I know. You real I'm going to move to Wikipedia for a part. So then it says, Attorney Glenn Greenwall represented Hale in a failed federal lawsuit to overturn <laughs> the licensing decision. The U.S. District Court of the Northern District of Illinois concluded it did not have jurisdiction to review an earlier decision of the Illinois Supreme Court upholding the license denial. The Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals upheld that decision in an opinion filed on July 14th, 2003. So then... So they basically said, eh, you were kind of wrong about telling him he couldn't be a lawyer because he's racist. No, they upheld their decision to not give him his license. Oh, period. Okay, then I'm good. Because I was going to say, fuck you, Illinois. But Illinois, you're still on my good side right now. So then, two days after Hale was denied a license to practice law. By the way, once I got to, like, I only have a couple more sentences, so this is much shorter than I thought. I could have done a third one. I, I should have. However, one the further I got into this, he could be his own fucking episode. Um, but two days later, well, two days after he was denied a license to practice law, a member of the World Church of the Creator, Benjamin Smith, went on a three-day shooting spree. What? Now, what type of people do you think were his victims? Black people. Why mem- Why not members of racial and ethnic minority groups in Illinois and Indiana? He killed two people and wounded 10 more people committing, I'm supposed to say, died by suicide on July 4th. Now, that could have just been something, someone out of line. And you can say, oh, it's unrelated because like... No, that's fully fucking related. But it could just be not related. And I... I would say, yeah, he has a case to say it's not related. And he did go as far as to go on television and say his church does not condone violent or illegal activities. Sir, if you're a neo-Nazi. You condone violence. You condone violence. And illegal activities. Yeah. Like, sir, you're missing the point. And so, you went on a fucking three-day killing spree. I the know. fuck makes okay, you so right? Okay, so I guess my portion's going to be a little bit longer than I am. We'll see what happens. So I'm going to move back to Wikipedia and I'm not going to read this entire section, so if anybody wants to, it's Matthew F. Hale under the court's trials and federal convictions, because I'm getting to like the kind of big parts of it. So in 2011, a religious group in Oregon called the Church of the Creator sued Hale's organization, the World Church of the Creator for trademark infringement, which is why yeah. it's now the Creativity Movement, which is kind of a ironic name, considering he got sued for clearly yeah. not being creative about the name. I Hale mean, they filed, really said the call's coming from inside the house. Mm-hmm. Hale filed a lawsuit against Judge Joan Lefko, the United States District Court judge presiding over the trademark infringement case, who, after an appeal, had ruled against Hale's organization. Hale stated that the WCOTC was in a state of war with Lefko and denounced Lefko in a news conference, claiming that she was biased against him because she was married to a Jewish man and had biracial children. So, of course, fucking neo-Nazi and racist. So then, 
his he doesn't condone violence, right? His organization doesn't condone violence. No, of violence. course he not. Doesn't he just do seem like the type? He's so not hateful. So on January, naturally, on January 28th, 2003, Hale was arrested. Why? Because for, for being supreme, obviously. Oh my God, he was Hale too was supreme. A, he should have went to Burger King. Yes. He would have been treated like the king he is. Hale was arrested <laughs> and charged with soliciting an undercover federal bureau <gasps> of investigation informant named Tony Evola to kill Lefko. That's a, that's a little violent. But, but hold on. He wasn't going to do anything himself. <laughs> but. He had no hands. He said, look, Ma, no hands. I got an FBI agent <laughs> to do it for me. So, so I'm pure. Well, unfortunately, it was an informant. The FBI sent Evola to join the World Church of the Creator after Hale gave a speech at the funeral of Benjamin Smith, which I missed an entire portion. Wait, never mind. I didn't miss a portion. I'm sorry, everybody. I've had a rough week. And in not her live reacting to her own episode, know, right? In March 2000, Evola attended his first World Church of the Creator meeting and won Hale's trust by confronting a protester to the organization. Oh, he really said, I'm going undercover. At a meeting the next month in April 2000, Hale invited Evola to be his head of security, which entailed arranging Hale's travel plans and serving as a personal bodyguard. I guess I am reading. I'm actually not reading the rest of this. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm like getting real. Just we're turning. I'm the sorry, club. Germany and Danielle. <laughs> Very Evola. direct groups. We are sorry, but we do our best, and you keep coming back. So it you goes must enjoy in depth something. about what transpired and like how he tried to arrange the assassination of said judge. Yeah. Period. But because no hands, ma. On April 6, 2005, Hale was sentenced to a 40-year prison term, exactly one year after the trial began for attempting to solicit Lefko's murder. Uh-huh. And I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to read the rest of that because it's just a lot of shit. And I should have made him his own episode, but I was already like... So he went down for his own bad crimes. No, he went down for being supreme. And... Who just Supremes? He was trying to save people. Yeah. Who Who's the Supreme people? Where's that a size at? Has, there, has everyone in the room seen American Horror Story Coven? Maybe that's what it is. Oh, that's what it is that I'm thinking I'm of. I'm the fucking Supreme. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. really did. He went hard. He said, he look, Mono Hands, I'm Supreme. But yeah. So um, as we can see, there was a theme there, which was church leaders, because not once has a homosexual or a drag queen walked up to me at my place of work or in public and handed me a pamphlet just saying because they already know you're on the way baby now if you know me i don't go this is just to anybody who thinks i might be bashing on a certain religion or anything i don't do that i support you and believing what you want to believe as long as you're not I've given an example. I'm going to hand it over to Jordan, who's apparently going to have a terrible, horrible, dark case for us. And I'm going to pause. We'll be back shortly. And we have returned. Hello. So I would like to testify that I am drunk for this because this case makes me so uncomfortable. But I am covering um, Thad Phillips, also known as the Bone Breaker case. So the I've Bone Breaker case. So I almost um, covered the BTK warning. killer today because I've. Never actually researched him, and I really? did a little bit today. He's yeah. such a loser. I knew nothing about him until today, and now I don't such remember anything that I learned. So good, you don't need to remember fresh him. The next He's time such a I loser. try, the only thing you need to remember is all the people that he killed, which it's unfortunate the way that he treated them. Yes. Anywho, so this case trigger warning: a lot of items, especially bone breaking. If you're queasy, anything, please step away now. Danielle in Germany, please know what you have to do. I'm gonna say something. Go ahead. Well, like something that I researched earlier that's also awful and gross, so I'm sorry, anybody, Danielle in Germany, if you don't want to hear it or not. Um, I can't remember the name of the killer. I think he was Russian, stabbed or did something to people after, like men after getting them drunk, and then would shove the empty alcohol bottles through the wound. Oh! And it physically caused me so much oh, pain. Yeah, that's how this case makes me feel, a.k.a. why I was like, Colin, come to my house. We'll get drunk here. So we're in a different change of scenery, too. We're really vibing at this dining room table, fucking hard with the setup. So here I go. We're just I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid <laughs> off because I'm procrastinating. I'll be real honest with y'all. So a summer evening in 1995, a teenage boy named Thad Phillips was abducted from his Wisconsin home by an older teen named Joe Clark. He would also go on to endure two days of church. Church? 
two days of torture at the hands of Clark before barely escaping alive. Joe would later earn the alias of the Bonebreaker by his acts of violence that he committed against Phillips, and the police investigation would also reveal that he had murdered at least one other teenager and that he had plans to end the lives of many more. So this motherfucker I feel was like, like I out to go. I scrolled past this today, but I did not read yeah, anything Yeah, this other shit than... is crazy. Go ahead. I've honestly never heard of this before. And I'm old. So he, Joe probably would have gotten away with a lot more violent crimes if Thad thankfully would have not wouldn't have gotten away like thankfully he got away and was able to end him in time because he was too good at what he was doing Mm -hmm. so on the evening of july 29th 13 year old thaddeus he went by thad obviously so that's what i'll be referring to him as um he was sleeping on the couch and his sister um was upstairs in their new home in wisconsin when someone picked him up off the couch and he assumed that it was his father carrying him to bed which i feel like doesn't happen that much when you're a teenager but who the fuck am i to know i was a chubby kid so you probably couldn't pick my ass up and take me up the stairs <laughs> so i can't relate to this they said not in my christian minecraft server <laughs> that's not funny but it's funny. <laughs> so he was obviously fucked up when he woke up because he was like okay i thought my dad was taking me upstairs and he found that he was outside with this unfamiliar ass boy and he's like what the fuck's going on so he seemed friendly and he was asking Thad if he could help him with his car. And he was still sleepy and confused and went with him to his house because he's like, what the fuck else am I supposed to do? Like disoriented and woken up. How the fuck did he get in the house? The door was unlocked. Are you sure his sister wasn't involved? No. Okay. She was asleep upstairs. What year was it? 1995. People, didn't, people, didn't lock, people were no. not locking their doors in 1995. Especially not in Wisconsin, bitch. 95? Right? Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. So Joe's house was only a mile away from Thad's new house. So he's like, okay, fuck it. Like, I'm here. I'm fucking scared. What else do I do? I'm just going to follow this kid. Like, he fucking woke me up out of my house. Let me go. Which I can't say anything because if I was to be woken up by an intruder, I don't know how the fuck I would react. Like, I'd like to think, like, I'd go fucking, like, kung fu ninja on that motherfucker. But let's be real. I'd probably be frozen in shock and pretend I'm still asleep. So once they were there, um, he introduced himself as Joe and then he said that he was going to throw a party. And he named other boys that Thad knew. So Thad's still like, what the fuck is going on? But okay, I know these people, so I'm not as uncomfy. And he asked if he wanted to check out the model cars that were upstairs. So he followed, unaware of the violence that awaited him. And his father later told the police that he checked on his son right before 10 p.m. And he was, like, still asleep in his bed. Once they reported him missing, because they woke up and they're like, where the fuck's my kid? Um, they found that the screen on the ground floor bedroom had been slashed and this was chris's older brother's room um where he was like he was staying out that night and then there was also muddy footprints that were found throughout the house and two ground floor patios doors were unlocked so the house was unlocked aka how he got in so they all went to bed and left doors unlocked yeah that's what i'm saying like yeah 73? Okay. But yeah. No. So the doors. Maybe they were just like. The doors were it's not It's a locked. good neighborhood. It, there's always those people. That, this could never happen to us. And then it happens to them. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think that's really what this was. So once he was upstairs, Joe reportedly shed his friendly teen persona. And he was only 17 year old, 17 years old at the time. Grabbed that and threw him on a dirty bed. Jumped on him and grabbed him by his ankle. And then he began to twist his foot around until his leg above the bone on his ankle snapped and splintered. So his bone is sticking out of his ankle at this point. So he's been woken up, brought over to this dude's house. He's like, hey, I want you to look at my car. I got this party that's going to happen. Now his fucking legs are being broken. And is nobody home at this house at this Mm -mm. time? So the torment that was inflicted upon Thad was severe, incurring for hours at a time. So Um, I'm tiny bit confused. Does this other child not have parents that live with him? Um, He does i'll get into it okay (laughs) i was like i'm what yeah so he basically used this as a way to take out his daily frustrations and in one case his car wouldn't start so he twisted philip's leg until it splintered and broke his knees and then jumped on his chest multiple times trying to break his ribs oh my god when he tried to fight back to escape the torment was only more brutal obviously um Joe would put a pillow over Thad's face and suffocate him. And this approximately went on for about 43 hours from the time he entered his house until he was free. After the initial attack broke his leg near the ankle, um, Joe threw him 
um, on the couch downstairs just... while he was trying to figure out an escape plan. Joe told him that he couldn't tell anyone what happened and that he'd say he tripped over a table and they'd make it all up like he was really sorry about what he did. And um, he tried to say that no one would ever believe over him. over a table and all my fucking bones in my body broke. Yep. I'm just thinking about the years of like healing and re mm-hmm. everything for all this. So then Thad tried to reason with Joe and he was like, why would you do this to me? And Joe said that he enjoyed the sound and feeling of bones breaking out his whims and he said he'd done something like this or he had done something like this before and he described how much he loved it so now thad's like holy fuck i'm not the first kid panicking and they're like yeah this is not good i are we gonna learn about his past like this kid's growing up at all at the end of this or anything i think a little bit Okay. Um, I was more so focused on Thad because he is like a survivor story. And I personally fuck with those hard because I'm like, I like to tell those people's stories. Obviously, obviously also like murder victims too. But like sometimes it helps answer the question why when you know he did not have like if there were signs. Okay. Because as you can probably tell already already reaching a compulsion. Mm hmm type thing and Mm -hmm. i'm wondering how many animals and shit this kid has Mm -hmm. killed go ahead so during the 43 hours um thad made two escape made two attempts to escape um the first happened almost immediately after he broke his fucking ankle and he reportedly felt more shock than pain and he was able to leap off the bed towards the stairs so he's running on this broken fucking ankle trying to get out i can't even imagine but imagine like someone fucking snapping your ankle like that and you not being with it like you got woken up off your fucking couch. You're in this random kid's fucking house. You just fucking twisted your ankle like Adrenaline, crazy. And you're though. trying to run. Because you're like, fuck no, I'm not trying to be here no more. So I can only fucking imagine how fucking hyped up he was. But unfortunately, he was quickly caught. And then he gained further injuries, like him breaking his kneecaps and him stepping on his chest, trying to break his fucking ribs. Um, he also had injuries where his legs were stretched back until his thigh bones fractured. And in the second attempt, um, Joe managed, Thad managed to crawl down the steps into the kitchen before Joe returned home with his girlfriend. And the two reportedly watched television in the living room while Thad hid in the kitchen. But Clark found him as soon as his girlfriend left. So he's sitting there thinking he can fucking leave and he can't. Um, After that, that would be locked in a closet whenever Clark left the house and he would make sure he was locked in so he couldn't escape. So in between his um, attacks... Joe reportedly um, pretended to be his friend, and during his downtime, he would carry Philip to the couch, and they'd watch movie together, and he'd like feed him and stuff. He also spoke about his family, his car, how he lived with his brother in his filthy house, and his girlfriend, and who was in the house at the same time that he was being held captive. And the most shocking revelation when he said that he had already murdered two other boys. So they're like chilling. He's fucking terrified, and he's confessing all this shit. He's to like, him. "Hey, victim, that I'm chilling out with." Listen to this shit. I killed two other people. Let me tell you how I killed him, too. Does that sound good? You're going to be the third. Let's go. So, aside from him pretending to act like his friend, um, Clark also, like, pretended to give care to him while torturing him. So, he was playing, kind of, like, trying to, like, Stockholm Syndrome him, which I already covered in a previous episode. So, it's almost like, oh, my God, I'm going to put bandages on this. Yeah, oh, my God, let me take care of you. Like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, you pissed me off. Fuck you. I'm mad about my day. Break your fucking thigh bone. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Basically like an abusive relationship, but to the ultimate extreme of just like his end game was to really murder him. And that's the only reason he's even you with him. Tell me the girlfriend didn't fucking hear any of this or like. You gotta wonder if she knew where she held. After Clark would finish a session of breaking his bones, he would take white socks and wrap them over his broken legs until they became thickly padded. So that way they were kind of like constricted so they wouldn't hurt as bad. How sweet of him. He also forced Thad to wear leg braces and attempt to walk around before beginning another cycle of torture. So all of his bones below his waist and his chest are bruised and he's making him walk. So he's getting like sadistic pleasure off of this. Thad would later claim that he would also stomp on his broken bones after tending to the wounds. So he would wrap them in the socks and then fucking stomp on his legs. After his attempted escapes, he was placed in the closet until the evening of July 31st where he felt around for a weapon until he found an electric guitar which he used to break down the closet door period king go the fuck off he then crawled from the 
bedroom closet and threw himself down the fucking stairs with his like legs completely but fucking shattered. But you know shattered. that shit has to feel less bad than the than shit that what was you're happening already feeling. to him. So exactly. he was like, I fucking got it's this. It's fucking worth it. So he passed out multiple times due to weakness and the excruciating pain, which is fucking obvious. I mean, your fucking femur is broken. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest bone to break. Like, so, like, so that motherfucker's going hard I'm on him. I'm surprised they didn't just fucking kill him yeah. like, from pain. And then, and then once he was down the stairs, he was able to find a phone and call 911, and police arrived at the scene before Joe's return and quickly got him under arrest. They arrested him, and while he was at a party with his girlfriend, and from there they began to search his house, where police found indications of previous victims, but they actually found even more shit that he was attempting to try and get more boys and torture them. So he was already plotting for other kids, so that was like on fucking borrowed time at this point. Oh yeah, so he was like, yeah, he was like on his kill end. Him and get the next one. Yeah, and I gotta get the next one going. In the house, they found a school notebook, which listed names of over a dozen local boys, including some people that dad knew aka i'm gonna have a party these are the people he was going after also his friends the boys names were in different columns detailing whether or not he was gonna kidnap them soon or later what his plans were like he had this shit detailed part of the list included a title that was called the leg thing which it was intended to break the bones of his future victims as well which i'm assuming is the part where he puts the legs over and breaks the femur can i just ask a question this reminds me of a case I can't remember where this um, kid was was gay and he had anger towards other boys because of the way he felt. I'm wondering if this is similar where he took his frustration out on his sexuality on these boys. Could because be. Because he couldn't, especially 1995, that still was a time where it wasn't oh, as absolutely. accepted. She did especially say where he was. something and about his parents is, too. And if this is why he did what he did because he was so not able to be himself he just hated guys you know what i mean because of the way they made him feel i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of learning about this with you guys again um as i read because i'm very drunk and i trauma blocked a lot of this because the thought of someone taking my fucking leg above my head with the intention to break my femur makes me so uncomfortable i could cry no i I understand i'm just saying it's such hatred for somebody Mm -hmm. and it just seems to be the male sex that he has hatred towards like his own i absolutely like agree with that but at the same time, like Colin was talking about looking at the BTK killer earlier, like some people are born with such hatred, I feel like, that this is just how they express compul- it. It's just compulsion. No, I understand that. But if it was just compulsion, at least I feel his victims could be female too. It's just the breaking of the bones. This to me feels like it is a, an attack on the male. Or at least like little boys in some yes. capacity. Or someone he feels like is more of what he wanted yeah, or to maybe be. it could be something along because you said his parents are shitty so maybe his father sucked so now yeah. he's trying to like do the same shit or like feel yeah. powerful like so if he was abused by his dad so he's yeah, abusing other yeah i understand sorry yeah no you're okay so back to Thad would later testify against joe that he had told him about murdering a boy named chris the year prior where police were able to link this testimony to the murder of the 14-year-old boy named Christian Steiner, who had gone missing from his home July 4th, 1994, so about a year before. His parents awoke that morning to find that the window screen in his bedroom was slashed and there were muddy footprints throughout the house. Fucking M.O. The motherfucker did the same thing again. Although his parents first thought he snuck out of the house, which is unfortunate because at the time, runaways, still even nowadays if teens go missing, it's runaway. His body was found at the banks of the Wisconsin River five days later and his cause of death was drowning, but the manner of his death was undetermined, which following Thad's testimony his body was exhumed and the autopsy was performed to realize that both of his legs had been broken how the fuck do you miss that two whole ass legs is broken they may not have even bothered of doing any kind of autopsy on him because they figured he drowned you know what i mean i don't know i just how do you miss two fucking Especially legs being completely shattered sure they're like sticking out grotesque but also if he's in the water though decomposing though i can see that as well I because it does fuck up with decomposition because you bloat so you might not be able to tell but i feel like looking at somebody and being able to tell if their legs were shattered but that's just me especially the violent way that they were shattered. i am just a bank teller so i cannot do anything <laughs> So a boy who had been with Joe in the juvenile detention also testified that he bragged about murdering a boy and hanging his body over a fucking tree. And however, the police were never able to link him to the second murder. 
but he's like confessing loud and proud in the prison so i hope whoever that boy is he comes to justice like he gets his justice soon and is recognized because that's fucking horrible so obviously in october 1997 i already talked about him being in prison but he was found guilty on the following crimes related to the abduction of the ad causing great bodily harm to a child, child enticement, attempted first-degree intentional homicide, and mayhem and mental harm to a child. He pled not guilty by reason of insanity, but obviously the jury knew he was fucking sane. He'd done it before. I'll do it again. Then he was sentenced to 100 years in prison and would later receive an additional sentence of 50 years for Christian. So thankfully, he was able to get his justice as well. So to this day, Joe remains... Like, he claims that he has no memory of what he did to um, Thad, and he claims that he's innocent of Chris's death. He later attempted to appeal his conviction based on lack of evidence, but the court said, no, fuck you, bitch, and dismissed that shit. As they should. Exactly. Surgeries and long-term medical care have helped Thad to walk and use his legs again, although he still limps. He also sued Clark and won a payment totaling of $21 million. Will he ever receive that money? Probably not. No. But I think it's more so the justice for himself. I don't think they make that much banging license plates out in prison. So when he entered the hospital, that had serious, potentially life-threatening internal bleeding. Doctors said that he was possibly hours away from passing and he received immediate medical care but to repair his legs and hope to save his mobility, he required many surgeries. To break down what he made in his $21 million settlement, he was to receive $31,566 in medical damages, $6 million in compensation, and $15 million in punitive damages. However, he's never to have the money paid, and he's had many expensive surgeries and medical treatment underdone, which obviously... He's probably never going to get that money. I think it's more of like a, I earned that shit. In April of 2023, Barboa local Olga Johnson and her husband set up a GoFundMe with 100,000 gold to help Thad. And at the time, Philip said that he saved the community. And I want to say thanks to you, to Thad. He brought peace to Chris's family. So my sources were Crime Waffles, WK Now, Ranker, and Wikipedia. I want to cite them at the end. But I'm so fucking comfortable at the thought of my legs being broken right now. Yeah, I know. Um, so, I, did I miss the part about his parents? No. You didn't put it in there? No. Okay, so I will... I definitely read about it, though. I think I'm really trauma-blocking this shit because it's uncomfy. I think I've heard of this story, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, his parents were home at the time. But I believe Dad is the victim, right? Mm-hmm. I believe he played along acting like he wanted to be there. Yeah, because he's fucking scared. And the family, I don't understand how they did not think there was anything wrong. I mean, when you want to be delusional, you be delusional. Tom, we see you. On like unsolved mysteries or something, or you know what I mean. I don't know. It's been going around like true crime TikTok a lot, but I've heard about it before then, and it. Always makes me uncomfortable, but as proven time and time again, typically my whatever I want stories are survivor cases because I enjoy them. I like to share their story along with obviously people who are murdered, their backstory, what happened to them because they deserve recognition. So that shit's just crazy the only to me. Thing that does not sit well with me is that he was carried out of his house while sleeping. I'm wondering if he was embarrassed to admit or afraid to admit that he followed him out. You know what I mean? It just made that part up. So it seems like when he was taken, it was like pretty late at night. And I know I'm a heavy sleeper. So if he's also a heavy sleeper, and if your parents are regularly carrying you up the stairs and you're slightly awoken, because that mm-hmm. is a thing that he thought it was, like I can totally see him being like, oh, my dad's just taking me upstairs and yeah, goes back off. keeps eyes closed and then just... Like when I was a kid, I remember being taken out of the car and bought inside. You know what I mean? Like, And when I was a kid, I would never think someone's stealing me out of the car and taking me away because I was so used to being taken out of the car and inside. So if that's a normal routine for him, I can totally see that being his train of thought. Could I really? No, as a fat kid, mm-mm, I would never be carried up the stairs. <laughs> Bitch, you know it's the truth. Anyway, listen, Danielle in Germany, I am a thick bitch, okay? But I just want to say, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Very intense fucking story. My legs story. hurt just thinking about it. Right? And that's why I really didn't reproof read this after I did my first edit, because I was like, I can't do this again. Because it's so uncomfortable. But Thad really deserves his story to be known. Chris deserves his story to be known. And that other child that was abused as well deserves for his little part to be known. Hopefully justice comes to him too soon Absolutely. though. Absolutely. Because he deserves his justice. 
Especially because he's so openly saying it in prison. So that's my that's my three cents, and I'm yeah. turned as fuck. Yeah. Because I had to get through that somehow. Yeah, that was rough. That yeah, was rough. I told y'all. I, I haven't been that physically uncomfortable I literally, one of cases yet. Okay, so I begged I, Colin in the beginning. I was like, fuck our routine. We're like, whoever goes last goes. He was like, well, mine's bad too. And I was like, no, bitch. Mine's like bad. And here we are. So everyone, you're very welcome for this bummer event. Because normally I'm the one that makes her uncomfortable with cases, but that was rough. I told you I was going to strike a fucking nerve, man. That shit. I really said uncomfy. Mm-hmm. And I had to do research about the fucking parents the to see. No, the parents. I want to see oh, yeah. about his parents and stuff like that. Like what the actual background to that stuff is. Actually, let's do a little like since we're here. Okay, we'll be back. Be there, be there. You're fucking recording, Marianne. You fucking twat. Always. Anywho. We're back. And so I did some research on Joe's family, and unfortunately, I can't find anything about him, which is probably a good thing because I don't really give a fuck. Um, in the most polite way, I can say that to everyone who's probably going to cancel us in Germany and Danielle. Please don't. I'll have to um, find a. I'll see if I can find like a YouTube video. Well, I was video looking or on like sometimes. Reddit and stuff, and there's a lot of other podcasts that have covered him as well, but there was nothing that really goes around his backstory, mm. but. I'm sorry for his behavior. That just screams like neglectful home or like a cover up home. Something. Because there's normally something really traumatic with people who do that. And maybe my mom's like on the right case where it's like he had hatred towards other men, etc. But I couldn't find anything like in the short time that we took a break. Um, Within the first few like pages of Google, I did go past the first page. Throwback to our other bitch who only used the first page of Google to commit a murder. (laughs) Um, but I did try and I wasn't getting that far, but that's the end of my spiel. I'll find an episode or something. Cause Thanks. sometimes they get like weird, like the freedom of information acts and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they be fucking that shit up. Like and like, I can't wait till the day when we're like that investigative. But while I'm working a fucking 45 plus hour a week job, I ain't right. that shit. I want to be like Josh Hallmark good one day where we help solve shit. Literally. That's but. like my goal, honestly, or just to get like information out there. Mm-hmm. Help people. That'd be cool. Before I go into like the tears and stuff, which everybody already knows, Danielle in Germany, um, there's something I, I wanted to try with Jordan about, and I don't know if we'll end up making this just something we do on the show or whether it be something we make bonus content, but I wanted to do, am I the asshole from Reddit? Yes. So I think that would be So fun. yes, because everyone's always the asshole. I'm sorry. If you're on Reddit, you are the asshole. Oh, um, no. Sometimes and that's all they have to say. There are people. Okay, but the popular who, ones that are a hit, they're always an asshole. Depends, because I have two <gasps> that were pretty top hits. Are you going to read me some? Yeah, I'm like, we're oh going to do God. two today. Holy shit. I'm about that's to why fucking I said come. This is like a surprise. because Oh, I my God. This you. is the best day of my fucking life. So, am I the asshole for wanting to limit my brother-in-law's access to my unborn daughter because of his dating choices no you're not an asshole i immediately retract my statement she's kind of an asshole oh my god colin how could you set me up like that (laughs) okay hit it so it says dummy account because the relevant parties are on reddit well yeah you you act like they're not gonna read this shit and know and know it's immediately about the asshole and it's about them okay 31 F, 31 female, am pregnant with a girl. My husband, 33, has a younger brother, 31, who's very close to, who he's very close to. However, I recently told my husband that I don't feel comfortable with the idea of his brother spending much time with my daughter once (gasps) she's born. It's not because of my brother-in-law himself. We're not close, but he's fine. The issue is his life choices. He's not married. He has no intention of getting married or having kids. And dates only for sexual purpose. He dates multiple women, and the only thing he has in common with them is that, like him, they are extremely good looking. He's highly intelligent, yet has no interest in meaningful relationships. I spoke to him about his choices a few years ago, and after accusing me of being moralistic, he claims that he always uses protection and he never leads the women on, which I call BS on, as I can't imagine any woman with an increasing ticking biological clock would willingly be in a relationship which she knows she doesn't have a future. She's Not a to Republican. mention, I know. Oh, wow. What wom- She's also what probably in an MLM. Um, oh, for sure. She's like, hey, boss babe that I bullied what in high woman school. woman would want to be with someone who may not even remember your name in a year's time? Me. I mentioned this to, to my husband. However, he called me an asshole and said that I was ridiculous to limit our daughter's access with her uncle just because I don't agree with his 
legal dating choices. As long as he's not bringing the woman Am around, I, I don't see anything wrong. Like, and if then, he's bringing all the girlfriends, on. like, that's where it's fucked up. Do you want to hear, hear this edit that <gasps> changes everything? She edited it. There's an edit. Oh, my God. Hit me with the edit. Are you ready? Because yeah. you're going to change your mind, right? Oh, yeah. I I'm probably so should have clarified that he generally goes on apps like Tinder, which makes Whoa, it. Whoa, he's such a slut. Which makes it worse. <gasps> Not worse. Worst. As the woman, <laughs> as the women he, as the women he dates tend to be of a certain type. Oh no! So God forbid he has a type he wants to stick his dick in. Sex, God forbid. You mean some sex positive women who like? Wow. Maybe just want sex with a guy. What a Republican. Who also just wants sex. Wow, it's crazy to like just want to get your rocks off and like just want to get your rocks off and not have so no naturally, fucking tie. This is five months ago, so if you happen to stumble upon this podcast now, five months later. Maybe you're in Germany. In that you traveled m- abroad with your husband uh, and your know. kid to get away from your fucking brother, your husband's brother. You are the asshole. I do you believe are you're cunt, the asshole. You are a cunt, actually. Because this is all just to judge women about their sexual promiscuity. Yeah, this quite and- literally has nothing to do with the brother other than the bitches he's going to be bringing around. It's not like it's going to affect their daughter in any way. Yeah, like, like, it's literally fuck? your uncle's, rela- like, the well, uncle's relationship. Like the uncle's relationship. closed doors outside of And your fucking infant child isn't going to know that. And so women, all she's going to know is love, and that's what matters. Women don't have the sole purpose of fulfilling their biological clock and having a baby. Some people don't want kids. I mean, I want kids, but not in this economy or with these men. Even then, I might be having my own want- kids with myself. Yeah, probably. As long as they're not a murderer, I want that on the sheet. It's so she's the asshole. Yeah, she for sure is. I take back my original statement, but most of the time, the popular ones I'd be seeing on the TikTok feed, they're assholes. So she is the asshole yeah see and then he made me take it back and then now i'm here and i'm right. drunk and i just be working here sometimes. i told you before we went into it that not i just always. work here sometimes colin so last one and then we'll move on to the closing or whatever you want to call it am i the asshole for refusing to do housework while my boyfriend goes to work even though i don't have a job yes okay so you, you are, are the cons ready yeah yes. okay i 19 female have been dating my boyfriend 25 male for five months now oh he's amazing oh she was already over 18 okay we're good i got a little scared there. however one disagreement we often have is over housework my boyfriend thinks that i should do housework yeah. seeing as he works 48 hours a week and i'm not in employment yeah I if have, you're broke bitch sitting at home and he's paying your bills fuck yeah do that housework bitch i have always refused we don't live together we live in separate houses and no. Pay, oh no then she's not the separate asshole. rent no I, that bitch is right then hold on how could you lead us on that's fucking wrong i afford rent through my university student loan as yeah, well bitch, as pop that puss and uh, get your cash but don't clean your man's house just because you're fucking unemployed right. in college now as, if they were living together different fucking story because mm-hmm. don't be living there for free so yeah something as well as tutoring and babysitting part-time so in my opinion I have no reason to clean his house when yeah. I have my own that I pay for. My boyfriend thinks it's unfair that I don't really work yet have enough money to rent. In his eyes, I should do household chores for him because he is the breadwinner. The thing is, I don't see him as the breadwinner. He doesn't pay for my rent. I do. We aren't married and I'm still in education. Clean. I can't tell if I'm being unreasonable. I cook for him and occasionally help with chores, but I refuse That's to do more than enough. to be a full-time maid for him. Then again, he works so hard, whereas I only work a few hours nope. a week. So That's first more of than all, enough. you're working. So if she only has a part-time job, she didn't really clarify that. So let's pretend. So she has... We'll pretend in this scenario she has a part-time job. She only works a few hours a week. You're still going to school, what appears to be full-time. Yeah, you're a full-time student. You're paying your own shit. You're doing your own fucking things. And you help him and you cook him dinner. Sometimes that's more than enough. You don't have a ring on your finger and you're not living together. And to have the nerve... To, to say like, that she's not doing enough. To say that he's the breadwinner and it's not fair. That What bread, bitch? Because, what bills are you paying? So he's basically just jealous that because she doesn't like have a full-time job and... And she still has enough money to pay her rent. It's what the fucking tuition and shit that she pays is for. That he feels he needs a free maid because he's dating her. That is somebody who's codependent, can't take care of himself. Most men. So naturally, he is the asshole. I yeah, agree. of course. Um, wow, I can't believe you set in, me up like that. You that was really fucked up. Are the one who were running your mouth before you even heard the whole thing. But you asked our opinion, time. bitch. On that one. No, I read. I I read. And you looked at us like, hmm. No, give us your you, opinion. You kept talking, so I asked the question. Listen. You guys gave your answer, and then we went. 
Listen, so, this is a setup for a punchline on duct tape. Sure, Cause I know I listen to a D and D podcast and they do Am I the Assholes D and D edition things on there also through reddit and they we can't do am i the ass listen to me we can't do because i'm here <laughs> i mean you're the fan. only fan um you can't do am i the asshole for murdering somebody because i mean well yeah i definitely think but this is like I kind of like a mood lifter at the end yeah. fun this is definitely something especially after my bummer ass case this mm-hmm. is a really good way to uplift well, this so, shit. we'll go over it after the fact however uh most of the people are like mm, you're not the asshole and Huge red flags. This is not a normal request yeah, bitch, at all. Yeah, bitch, you need to run so, the fuck and away. And they even said five months into a relationship and he's already talking about being a breadwinner and trying to distribute household chores and rent when not even living together. That is batshit insane. And I agree. I think she should run for the hills because that is... Oh, for sure. Now, if they were living nuts. together, different story and he was no, paying the bills and shit. they were living together because I have been in that situation where... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been in a situation where I was working two jobs and have little to no like could not fucking exist and i was like hey i need you to like pick up more on the chores so i can actually sleep in between jobs and stuff like that yeah and i know that's why i'm saying i was in that situation but this is like just what the fuck? you can but, and not even that i mean if it was out of the kindness of her own heart like she says sometimes i do go over there and pick up her yeah brain, literally right? she sometimes does those that things is not, she's not obligated to do yeah, to make it a requirement just because fuck? you're dating someone does not mean you have to do mama chores for them dependent and cannot take care of him yeah because he's never had to so we are approaching an hour and in I'm the arms to... of the angels <laughs> i'm going to i'm not even going to do the full me and jordan are going to talk after this about whether or not that's going to be bonus content or at the end of the episode stuff for a dollar a month you gain access to me and jordan cover something spooky and or cryptids once a month five dollars a month might be am i the asshole might be cheap thriller movies mm-hmm. reviews we'll let you know when we know 15 dollars a month all that jazz and you get to pick an episode you'll never get my tears <laughs> and thank you everybody that's made it this far germany aka germany and danielle please email us so i just want to know like how did you find it are you enjoying it are you making fun of it with your friends yeah literally i just need I just, to know like i don't care if it I'm even if it hurts my it. feelings i want to know my mom is selling her autograph $5 a piece in case you can't hear her at all during this episode. She I is in the background. I am selling Danielle's autograph for $300 a piece. I so. call it for five because I am birthed <laughs> from her. So my hands on it is extra money. Just don't follow me around the Walmart. Yeah, I did She just that doesn't once. want to it be followed in the mistake. Walmart. I'm, and she really got pissed. I'm a groupie. And she was throwing it up. So, Y'all one of the members of my newly formed Brady Bunch is offering to assist in editing the episodes so hopefully the quality will get better for you because i haven't really learned the software that much and i'm doing my absolute best and i promise we love you and we be trying our best but yeah. we just kind of got to show up sometimes and do yeah, the thing had a very frustrating be month. rough out here on the streets and as y'all murder. know the renegades are renegading and period bye